So question for you, 800-447-7234, if you did not need to pay the bills. No paycheck required. What would you do for a job? Hmm, I know what Ari would do. What? Ari would clean. Ever since she was a little girl, she loves to clean, clean everything. She cleaned her mama's house. Now, so she went to work for a cleaning agency, and then she said, you know what? I can do so much better than this because cleaning is my passion, kind of cathartic at the same time. So now she travels the world cleaning the homes of people that are in need. So the first one that she started with was a single mama. Husband had just passed away, has four kids. And the house was tragic. I mean, Mama was working all these jobs, didn't have time. So Ari just jumped right in and and cleaned, like deep cleaned, super cleaned, in the crevices of the couch, you know, under the rug, like all the, the, the places that no one ever sees hardly. She cleaned it all for free, and she travels the world. She doesn't just stay in her neighborhood. She has traveled extensively for free. Is this the same young lady that will do even houses that are hoarded? Yes. Well, I think this single mama's house was almost to that point. Really? Because, obviously, her husband, dad had just passed away, and she went through kind of a depression. And the kids, you know, four kids, they're going to make messes, and she just didn't have it in her to clean it up. It was oh. a mess. And so this young lady did that. She did for that. For free. Yes, and she said- The world she travels right? and does this for free. Right, and to see the look on the faces of not only the mom, but the kids to- Oh, there's those toys that I had. Um, she said that that was worth it all. And so that's her job now. She has a sponsor that helps pay for her travel. Okay. Yeah. And she does it for free. Look at her. Go. Yeah. What would you do, Scott? I would travel around eating. You know, the people that go to the different restaurants to eat. Eat? I could just eat. Would and, you be like say, a. Man, this, this is great food. This is a great place. All right, okay, we're so going a next? reviewer. He yeah. would review. Well, yeah. Why? Why that? Because I love to eat. I love, I'm a foodie. There you go. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. 800-447-7234. The thought, if you did not need to pay bills, let's say you don't need a paycheck, what would your job be? What would you do because you could just do it? 800-447-7234. So Ninja, one of her, our producers, she's got a great goal in mind if she didn't need to pay bills. What would you do? Nap. Nap, she says. <laughs> yep. Why nap? What's the thing about napping? I'm just really good at it. You know, so good at it that I can lay down. My goal will be, you know, 25, 30 minutes, but I'm so good at it. I'll surpass that and go to two, three the hours. The thing is, I don't know anybody who makes a living <laughs> off of napping. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it exists. You you need someone to do a sleep study? A sleep I'm study. I was thinking that. Yeah. T- and girl, 25, 30 minutes, you've done that as we've driven across town. <laughs> are you kidding? I'm, I told you I'm good. I'm good you are it. very good Pro. <laughs> yeah, and Jake says he'd eat. So why is it eats? Is it like you want to be a reviewer? Scott said that earlier. Yes. Um, I'm just really good at eating a lot. So if I get paid for that, yes, sign me up. Yeah. Here's the thing. The way that Jake just said that, you would think the man is 800 pounds. No. The dude is like, what are you, 86 pounds? Oh, no. I'm like 180. 180. I well, mean. but he's 6'4". He's tall, too. Yeah. yeah. Tall. So, very thin. Well, metabolism of a 20-year-old, you know. Where do you put it? Your big toe? I mean, where do you pack the food? <laughs> You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. Norma is living her life to its fullest. Norma, 
was married for 67 years, and then her husband passed away. All right. So then she was kind of stuck with, okay, what do I do with my life? Her son retired and his wife had passed away. So they are now driving across the country together. No. They have a Facebook page called Driving Miss Norma. I love that. <laughs> they do. So he retires. They jump in the car. They've gone to both coasts. They've gone to beaches on both coasts. They are documenting all their road trip. They are meeting people. They're meeting pets. They're meeting animals. They're going to zoos. They're going to the iconic places. And they are doing this together. She was also diagnosed with cancer. Oh. And she said you know what, I'm not going to spend my time, and this is her decision at the age of 90. She said, I am not going to sit in a hospital room getting treatments. I am going to live my very best life as long as I can. Now, most of the trip, she's in a wheelchair or a scooter. But she's still doing it. She is doing it. There was one picture that I loved. She put her son in the wheelchair. She's and, pushing him? And she sort of pushed him <laughs> you around, go too. for it, Norma. Right. So, driving Miss Norma. I can't wait till you come to town. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. This young lady, her name's Linda. And Linda decided, I'm going to bungee jump. So, she bungee jumped 23 times in a row oh. in one hour. In an hour. And broke a world record. I guess she did. And she and she's my hero. She's in her 50s. Yeah. I think she just turned 50. It's like, hey, I'm going to celebrate 50 by bungee jumping as many times as I can in one hour, make a world record. And she did it. I think it's awesome that she did set the goal and she followed through. And especially, you know, at 50, waiting until then to to do that. But bungee jumping the first time, no. But bungee jumping the 23rd, I guess by the time you get to 22, 23. It's old hat, It's man. old hat. It's like, hey, I've done this. Yeah, it's the first one. That's Been there, difficult. done it, whatever. No. Never. I never. haven't done that yet. Do you want to, though, I Rob? do. Okay. I do. I've got to lose weight because there's a weight limit on bungee jumping. So well, right now, if I bungee jumped, I'd think I hit the seam. No, you would not. <laughs> oh, no, you yeah. would not. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. So here's, I don't know if you've heard of her. her and, and she's, uh, let me tell you, amazing. Angela Alvarez. Mm-hmm. Don't know if that's a familiar name. I don't know if you just go, oh, yeah, I love her songs. No, I wouldn't think. She's won a Grammy. Right. You'd think. <laughs> you'd she think would be would incredibly popular. Mm-mm. But here's the thing. Her grandson, who is a big-time producer. In L.A.? Yeah. Like, gr- people know this guy. And he was influenced by his grandmother. And his grandmother, who is 95 years old, has written songs and all this in Cuba, but never done anything with it. And he's like, Grandmama, I'm going to produce your music. I'm going to make an album of you. I can't. I I would love to have seen her face when he said that. No way. Yeah, I'm going to bring you right here to L.A. We're going to produce some songs. We're going to we're going to get on Spotify. Everything. (laughs) I'm just going to get you out there, Grandma. And then one of his friends who produced Father of the Bride, the remake. Oh yeah, has one of her songs. On the movie. Right. Andy Garcia, who is the star of the remake of Father of the Bride, he was totally interested in her music and her story. He's a musician himself. Yeah. And so because of all of that, the perfect storm, 95 years old, she hits big time and wins a Grammy. The Latin Grammy for Best New Artist. Best New Artist. Normally when, you know, the Grammys do the Best New Artist, it's someone, honestly, that's in their teens or, you know, even... Young 20s. Early to mid-20s. Maybe a 30 every now and then. That's like ancient old age for music. But 95? Come on. Okay. 
I've come up with a name for it. It's a Grammy Grammy. A Granny Grammy? No, Grammy no. Grammy. Because oh, she yeah. could be a grandma, grandma, so Grammy Grammy. She got a Grammy Grammy. Yeah. You got to take that one away from her next year. Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. Never in my life did I ever think, look at that frog. I want to lick it. <laughs> ever. I never, never has that crossed my mind. There was a frog out my back door the other day. I didn't look at the thing and go, man, I want to lick that. Yum. I thought, you need to move or my dogs are going to eat you. That's one thing I thought. Why do dogs want to eat little frogs? I know. That's disgusting. They're, they're, they are kind of cute, but I don't want to lick them. Mm-mm. Evidently, there's this craze of a certain type of frog, and people are licking this frog. And now, <laughs> once again, the parks and rec kind of people, <laughs> the National Park are like, listen, don't lick frogs. They're getting so fed up. And, and here's the thing. Some of them are toxic. Yeah, right. And so they can hurt you. And so I thought, really, I thought, people are smart. I don't care if it's on TikTok. Right. If somebody's looking a frog on TikTok, not everybody's going to look a frog. Evidently, there's enough people that would, oh, that looks like a great idea. I want to look a frog. I No. No. And I know for some people, they're doing it because they want to feel a certain way. I'm sorry. Just don't look a frog. It's gross. Yeah. They, they, they seem to have... And I don't touch frogs often. They seem to have sort of a slime on top of, yeah. you know, and then a bullfrog. There's just nothing and appealing to me. Nothing. I don't look at things and go, I want to look that. No, Krispy Kreme donut, sure. Mm, glazed look. Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Martha is probably one of those people that is always, you know, um, doing pranks, cutting up, this kind of thing. Martha had a pocketbook. She had a coach pocketbook. She loved it. She carried it every day, everywhere for years. She passed on recently. And um, she had her things were donated to Goodwill. By her kids? By her kids. Okay. They got rid of, you know, mama's stuff. That's what you do. You clean out, you know. You do. Bring closure. But I think wanted them to hang on to some things. Why? Mama Martha wanted them to find sentimental value in the coach pocketbook that Mama always used every day. She thought, certainly, that would, but she knew they were going to donate her stuff. Okay. So, goes to Goodwill, lady shopping, picks up this coach pocketbook, and she said, well, it was a little dirty, so I wanted to clean it up. And so, I'm in there, I'm cleaning it up, and under the bottom flap of the pocketbook that helps it sit stable... There was a note. It was an envelope. Inside the envelope, $300. Oh, well, she must have been stockpiling it, you no. know, for a rainy day. No. The note said, I knew my kids would not hold on to this stuff. <laughs> Basically, paraphrasing here. I knew my kids would not hold on to this stuff. And so here's their inheritance. Enjoy. 300 bucks. <laughs> okay. She didn't just hide it in the pocketbook. She Wait. hid it in many, many other things. That was in the house that, that was, the kids brought to Goodwill. Yes. And she knew that they just <laughs> didn't have a sentimental tie to any of this stuff. And she was like, okay, fine. Fine. You want to get rid of my stuff? There goes your inheritance, too. The inheritance is embedded in stuff at Goodwill now. Yes. And people are just starting to find this? Yes. So far, <laughs> only the pocketbook and then like a case of glassware that was still in a box, and she tucked a note down into the This poor the Goodwill. People are going to go and just buy random things, hopeful to find money in it. But it may be different. It may be, I don't know how many kids Martha had, but let's say she had three. They live in different places. So maybe, you know, 
little Tommy took this stuff to Goodwill, and little Janie took stuff to this Goodwill. Nah, I so think it could be. I think it's the same Goodwill. You think it's the same? Well, it, when my mother-in-law, which I don't think she had cash in all her stuff, y'all know. We brought all of her stuff to one Goodwill okay. up the road. So maybe. It could all very well be in the same one. Mm-hmm. The stuff may still be there because I don't think they tag it. Okay, this was Martha's. So you'd no. have to go through literally every item. That poor Goodwill. There's $300 in that baby stroller. There's $300 in a blender. Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. This farmer's looking at his sheep. He's going, they look like a bunch of old ladies. What's going on? It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. <laughs> so here's the thing. At first, he's like, okay, this pink that's on the top of them. I think one of my my uh, farm workers are just getting a little bit out of control on marking a sheep. <laughs> he thought, okay, you're marking them. You know, they're my sheep. And no, they don't need the whole top of their head to be completely pink. Right. So here's what it turns out to be. There's this feeder. And this feeder that they eat off of, the front of the board, the, you know, where that, that holds the feeder and the sheep have to put their head down and eat like this, the, the top of their head is rubbing up against the board. The board is red. There's something wrong with it, and it's turned, literally, every sheep on his property, their hair on the top or wool on the top is pink. They're very much trending. Because they're oh, on point. He's posted it all over the place, and people are like, no way. No, but this is like this is in style, this whole pink shock hair. I love this. What had happened is they looked at the feeder, and they were like, that thing is kind of busted up looking. We, we need to repaint it. And so it's a fresh paint, but it wasn't wet. It was just maybe a paint that, that comes off very easily. Yeah. Maybe they need to get a more expensive or better paint. You would think, right? <laughs> They're a different kind of sheep. There's some kind of black, Swiss something black nose sheep. So the wool on the top of their head is really long. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a shaggy dog. Right. You know? Like a golden doodle gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a good way to put it. And so the top of their, you know, on top, the wool is just, it's just really thick. It is. And so all of their hair is pink. Yeah. And the farmer looked, he looked, he goes, they look like a bunch of old ladies. With all this pink hair. I think it looks like, okay, I can see what he's saying, but like old ladies, but also like a punk concert or something. Right. You know, with the pink hair. And then they have like the darkest faces. And so it's even more shocking to see the pink on top of that. Yeah. It's great. They perform in concert and they're <laughs> screaming bass. Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. Oh, is now is Ninja now singing? Red colored petals and wool knitted mittens. That turns into spring. Why? Where is this coming from? Yeah. I know that, but why? Why all of a sudden we're talking about favorite things? Okay. Right? I guess. Yeah. You mean this Oprah thing? Yeah. Listen. Why? <laughs> Why are her things like so special that she likes them? Listen, if she lends her, I don't get it either, but if she lends her name to something, I mean, it explodes. Like people go online. What about Liz's <gasps> favorite things? Right? What about Liz's, you know? Yes. Oh, I could I could put together a list. I will say it's helped a couple of like local businesses. Which I love that. What part was that? Of it. What was it? About five, seven years ago, she highlighted some business. It was like a, a kitchen. A honey and ginger syrup kind of thing that oh, they did sure. in Georgia. Yeah. And then there was one in North Carolina. It was something. That was, that was last year. What was it? North, I remember, North Carolina Pecan Crisp. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. So when she does the local thing, it means so much to that business. I heard that this year that it's a, it's a place in Spartanburg. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a Carolina's Cakes, Carolina's Cakes sweet potato cake. So she likes that sweet potato cake, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's and then she has what well, I have actually tasted a cake from this place. And it's a seven layer layer caramel cake. Girl knows what she's doing. <laughs> this place. Caroline? It's, yes, it's yummy. Okay. Is that her name? I guess. Is it named after I her? I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so I guess now there's the golden thing because Oprah's name's on it. Whoopie whoop. So Well, but I'm telling you, it will it will blow up. I think it will. Like people will order this cake and 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 she does more than just food. We've only highlighted the local food, but she does all kinds of Well, things. that's the only thing she's highlighted around here. Yeah, in the local area. I think there was a place that had jeans. Like they had a pair of blue jeans um and she that liked she their jeans. Loved and I mean this company took all See, and it's not as specialized, I think, when she had her TV show. Mm-hmm. Because on her TV show, if her favorite thing was a car, everybody in the audience got a car. You get a car. You get a car. That whole car. thing, right? Yeah. So it's not as special as special is. As it was. As it was. At one point. But if I were yeah. to make a, a list, I, c- I can't afford to give away 